Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend, and welcome to another week. I hope you are doing absolutely fabulous. Today, we are talking about not weight loss. Nope, because that is not my favorite topic, (laughs) which is why I'm calling this Forget the Weight Loss. We are talking all about muscle and putting on muscle and why it is everything. This is a topic that I have really been obsessed with for a long time, but especially in the last year, as it actually started to impact my life. And I'm going to tell that story. And by impact, I mean, the absence or declining muscle mass and seeing the very kind of sad effects of that. And it put me onto this journey of really kind of stepping up my game in this area and and focusing on it, not only more for myself, but also just speaking up a lot more about it. There's this wonderful doctor online, um, Dr. Gabrielle Lyons, and she has this quote and she says, we are not over fat, we are under muscled. And I love that. She has what she calls a muscle centric approach. And I just thought, wow, what an awesome, super healthy, positive way to think about our body composition as opposed to worrying about losing weight. So I, I'll tell, tell you a little bit about the backstory that really impacted me in the last year. And that was that my mom, who is 81 at the time she was 80 and she broke her ankle and it was like a huge break. It was a break. It was dislocation. She had surgery. She had plates put in. I moved in with her because she really couldn't do anything for herself. And if anyone knows my mom at 81, she might as well be 51, if not 41, because her energy is like no one's I have ever seen. She lifts heavy things. She, um, and when I say heavy things, I mean like furniture, like, like honestly, you really got to know her to understand how incredibly strong she is. But when she broke her ankle, it meant that she couldn't, she was just sedentary. She couldn't move. It was really difficult for her mentally without a doubt. But I remember a few months into it and looking at her and thinking, whoa, my mom went from someone that I was calling a senior, I know at 81, but I was calling her a senior to calling her elderly. Like she just kind of wasted away. It was so, oh, it was so hard to watch. And it just made me realize that as we get older, like had she not had the muscle mass she had, cause she's someone who literally had biceps at 80, um, like defined and super strong legs. <laughs> like, and she's never been in the gym. She's just, she grew up and was raised in a farming community. And so right from a young age did really hard physical labor. And, um, 
anyway, so I realized then how as we age, if we don't have that muscle to back us up, how quickly we decline and how really we kind of are just one fall away from being put back a lot and aging very rapidly. So there's a good news to this too. So hang in there. I don't want this to be all depressing. (laughs) So that just made me realize how quickly muscle disintegrates and goes away if you're not focused on it and you're not using your body. And so now my mom is doing amazing. I mean, she's put back on weight. She's put back muscle just from being physically active. She's back out in that garden. There's literally still snow on the ground. Like I came home one day and she had like a pickaxe in one hand. (laughs) It was like cleaning the flower beds because half of the yard was still like (laughs) was under snow and half was like fine. And, um, she, so she's putting back on that muscle and her, she's doing really well. And she's always been, um, a very well balanced eater. I would say she doesn't understand diets. She doesn't understand why people diet. She always goes, I just eat food. I just eat food, (laughs) but she always eats, you know, protein sources. She always eats some carbohydrates. She eats very clean stuff from the garden and not to be trendy whatsoever. Like my, my family and her included make fun of me because I'm, they're like, Oh, is this organic? Is that organic? (laughs) Cause I do love buying you know, not everything, but some organic things. Whereas she doesn't realize pretty much most of what she eats is also organic. It comes from her garden. She doesn't put one tiny little pesticide in that garden. So anyways, it was interesting because it was kind of my own real life case study of the importance of muscle as we age. And it got me thinking how we do, we worry so much about weight and we focus about losing body fat and really if we just put our focus on muscle we'll get that body shape that we desire we'll feel stronger we'll feel mentally strong as well and our posture will be stronger we can withstand you know little accidents that happen all sorts of things there's so many benefits to putting on muscle as opposed to focusing on losing body fat So how do you put on muscle? There are definitely two things that are very important. There's more than two, but these are the two that I find are key. One is eating enough protein. The majority of women, I would say all of my clients that I've ever had, there hasn't been anyone that eats enough protein and they always have such a hard time with this. Everyone focuses on carbs. How many carbs should I eat? Should I, I need to be low carb. I need to be this carb. Like, it's just like carbs, carbs, carbs. I'm like, stop it. Focus on protein. Our muscles need protein. And as we age, we actually need to really pay attention to this even more because our, our muscles don't quite synthesize it and utilize it as well as our bodies do when we're younger. So we need to give it more. So Gabrielle Lyon actually recommends, now I'm going to tell you what I recommend, but this is what she recommends. And this is her area of expertise. There's by no means am I like more educated in this area than her, but I'll tell you why I have my own kind of recommendation. So she recommends on average one gram of protein per 
one pound of ideal body weight. So if your ideal body weight is 140 pounds, for example, then you are going to aim to get 140 grams of protein in. This can be so overwhelming for people and feel really difficult to get in. It's actually not that difficult. Once we start to understand how much protein is in things, we realize like a little palm size of of steak will be like 25 to 30 grams of protein, for example. I don't have it memorized. I use I use an app, but that's an example. So then you realize, okay, if I have like one and a half of those, which isn't a ton, then I'm already like, you know, well on my way to achieving that goal. So or at least for that one meal. So I always recommend, because it can feel overwhelming to people who have gone from like 50, 60 grams a day, to their ideal, I always recommend aim for a hundred a day, aim for 100 grams every day. And that will likely already be a big improvement. Then if you have dates where you have a little bit more then that's wonderful, but at least you have that base. I'm a big fan of like having this baseline of what you don't feel bad for not achieving in a sense. I don't think you should ever feel bad about not achieving these kind of things, but you know, say for example, you'd like to get it to 140, but you're like, okay, if I get to hundred, that's great. Like that's, that's my baseline. It's not a minimum. It's a really great effort. So I recommend hundred grams. And then the reason we don't have to often panic about the carbohydrates is because you're going to feel very satiated with your protein. And when you feel satiated in full, you don't crave all sorts of other things that you desire. Now I am a big fan of animal proteins, um, grass fed when you can, pasture raised, all that kind of stuff. Like if you know someone local, that's even better to support local. It's always good to know where you get your meat, but the really the best is as as kind of simple as you can, like buying things that aren't processed, definitely buying things. I don't even like to buy mine with marinades and stuff like that because they add sugars and all sorts of things to meats. And so just buy as simple as you can. A steak looks like a steak. A chicken breast looks like a chicken breast. I think that that's like a good way to go. Now, I definitely recommend animal proteins over vegetarian sources or vegan sources. It's because I don't know a lot about how to get your protein um, to those levels in those sources does not mean it's not impossible. It just means that it's not my thing. And so I really am a big fan of animal proteins. And so that's why I talk about that. Now, it's so interesting because I've been very vocal lately about, about having like red meat for women, especially because so many women complain about being low energy, low iron. And here we have like the most perfect food that is so bioavailable and nutrient dense. And we've been made to be afraid of having it. And I just think that that's wild. And we have to go back to what truly feels right for us. And so often I hear women say, oh, sometimes I just crave a steak. Yes, your body's probably telling you something. So have that steak and enjoy it. Like, I don't know. I just, I don't know where things have just gone so just crazy in the world, really. Sometimes like we have been made to think that processed foods is better than what it, the most natural source of food is. Now, 
again, I'm not anti-vegan or anti-vegetarian. And the reason that I have, feel like I have to say that is because we are living in a world right now that's driving me crazy. It's also part of the reason why I haven't podcasted for a little while because sometimes I want to talk about things and then I think, oh, do I really want to get into what I think? Like the world is very, just we're just in a hypersensitive time. And I hope that there'll be a time where this passes. But you can be pro something and not anti something else. Like those two things can be true at the same time. And like I said, I just wanted to drop that in because I think regardless of this topic, there are so many topics out there right now that as soon as someone says something that they have an opinion on, people jump on them because it means if you have this opinion, it means you must hate that. And that's not, that's not the world. That's not really how the world works. I really think things, um, are a little bit more gray and also that two things can be true at the same time. And I'm just like, my goodness. And by that, I mean, for example, you can get enough protein with meat and you can get enough protein with vegetarian or vegan sources. Those two truths can, those two things can be true at the same time. You can still have one that you prefer. (laughs) So anyways, I digress. So anyways, getting that amount of protein in is super important. So I love to recommend to women start focusing on getting hundred grams. I love using apps to, to keep track of my macronutrients. I don't track all the time. I did a whole episode on that. I track occasionally when I feel like, you know, I'm kind of losing a sense of what certain things are, what the values are. If I feel like mm, maybe I'm kind of adding a little extra too much of something and not really achieving my goals or whatever it is. So then I, I love tracking. I think it's a great tool. Um, there's a, an app that I really like that I just find it simple to use. It's called Carb Manager and I like it. Um, there's my fitness pal as well. I just find it a tiny bit more complicated. I just literally track my protein and my carbohydrates and um, sometimes I'll throw my fats in there, but I don't worry too much about it. I just make sure I eat fats with every meal, at least a little bit. So that is the number one thing. The other thing is strength training. This is huge. Strength training is so important for putting on muscle. If we're not physically using that resistance, our muscle cannot develop. It cannot grow. We have to be able to really add that weight. And so I know that so many women can be nervous with resistance training. It can be nerve wracking if you want to work out in a gym because often it's the guys or it's the women that just know exactly what they're doing. So they're super confident to be in those areas. And I get that. And even as a trainer, like if I go to a new gym, I still feel like a little bit nervous. You don't know where things are. You don't know, you know, like how does this squat rack work as opposed to the one that I was used to, that kind of thing. And so if you don't know, I really recommend getting a personal trainer just for one or two sessions and just say to them, be honest, be like, you know, look, I'm not looking for anything long-term. I'm just looking to build some confidence in this area. And that way they know exactly how they can help you. But it's such a great confidence booster to do that. Um, There's all sorts of ways when we really want to do something, we just find a way and we stop with the excuses. And as harsh as that can feel like excuses I know can sometimes feel like reasons, but whether we call them excuses or we call them reasons, they're still keeping us away from doing 
what we want to do. And from that little voice in our head, that little nudge that knows that if you can just get this going, that you are going to feel so good and so empowered. I absolutely live for strength training women. There's nothing that brings me more joy than teaching women how to do like really great squats, how to do 10 full push-ups, how to do a pull-up, how to do overhead presses. Like those are all really big and powerful moves. And not only are they incredible for our body shape and our body composition, but they're amazing for our posture. They, the, the confidence that strength training brings is like no other. It is the most incredible, remarkable thing. You don't get that from other exercises. And I'm a three-time marathon runner. I say that not to brag. I never loved running. I loved my running club and I loved the people that I ran and I loved the challenge of doing a marathon, but I didn't love running. And I have to say, yes, I built some confidence in there, um, just kind of making those achievements but it was just never the same. There's another feeling that comes from strength training. When you walk around with that muscle tone and no, you don't look like you're bulky at all. It really is um, a feeling that comes from the inside, that muscle tone. It's so beautiful. Um, I've talked about my client Vivian, Vivian before who said, it feels like you're wearing like this corset and it's true. Like you just feel like you have this armor on and it's so incredible and you go out into the world and you feel like you can take things on. You feel empowered. You don't let people walk all over you. You speak your mind a little more. Like there's just like this magic that happens with strength training. So I'm a bit like, that's a big thing for me is sharing that joy for people. And, you know, if you don't know where to start and you would like to get started, I do have my kettlebell class that I still run every Saturday morning. You need one kettlebell to get started. I'll teach you all the proper technique through extra videos that are in the group. I keep things really simple. It's a $27 monthly subscription. You can cancel any time and you can even upload videos with your um, doing your exercises and I can can give you pointers on them. There's so much value to that group, but I'm just giving that out as like another option of what is there. And maybe that group will just be a little starting point for you and it'll build your confidence and you'll then move on to the gym somewhere or it doesn't matter, but we all need to start somewhere. And it's like anything else, the thought of something is always scarier than the doing it. Once you're in it, once you're doing it, you feel so empowered, you feel so good and you'll never look back and regret it. So again, oh, just with the class before I forget is it's only going until the end of June. So if you want to join, you're going to want to do that. Now you just go to rockofit, R-O-C-O-F-I-T.com forward slash KB class. And I'll put that in the show notes as well, or just send me a little Instagram message at rockofit. All right, my friends. So those are the two things I really wanted to talk about when it comes to putting on muscle, two big things to focus on. There's a few other little bits that I, maybe I'll do another episode, but one is getting that protein in and two is doing the strength training. Oh, I know a couple things. You want to strength train at least twice a week, minimum. So you want to do two strength workouts a week. That's super important. And you want to be working in a rep range that is anywhere, I would say from 
8 to 12, even 10 to 15 maximum of repetition. So meaning when you're getting to the last repetition, you want to, you want it to feel like it's very, very challenging and very difficult. Um, 15 is the max because then after that you get into different training and you're not lifting heavy enough in order to be able to do so many repetitions. So you want to increase the weight and lower the reps. All right, my friends. So I hope that you have found this episode informative and useful. If you have loved it, please leave me a review on iTunes. It really would mean the world. It takes, I know it takes a little bit of time, but I would so appreciate it. And if you are on Instagram, find me there. I'm there a lot. You can send me a message at RoccoFit and I will speak to you again next week. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.